guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we're going to kick off our revolving journey for this week with Common Rider 71, The Revived Cobra Man. It aired June 5th, obviously 1971, uh, written by Katsuhiko Takaguchi, or no, Taguchi, mm-hmm. not Tak, and directed by Minoru Yamada. Mm-hmm. It's episode 10. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, I think last time we were on this, you, I just found out that the main actor was broke his ankle or something like that broke his leg broke his whole leg yeah and so he actually if the story i heard was right he actually was in the hospital watching the premiere episode oh yeah yeah and so now yeah this is uh so now they're just kind of jamming stuff together to make a story yeah they're kind of like this is where the other characters start carrying the story more Uh and it's just like hongo just shows up as common writer yeah the mask or they'll do scenes of him from previous episodes yeah that makes sense i mean there's only so much you can do with a broke leg, but you think maybe that's why we're seeing the Cobra Man back to back? I don't know. Like, they, did you actually think that maybe they had plans for him before, or they just had to make something happen? My guess would be is they're just like scrambling right now, but um, they have to pay someone to be in the suit now, mm. so that changes their whole budget, right? So, and I, and this is also where like they start to realize they're like, oh, we can have someone else in the suit. Yeah, we can have different actors. It's like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> would have thought nobody sees his face <laughs> um so yeah there's there's that so these next couple of episodes are kind of weird yeah i mean that's kind like, of funny calling it weird or you know popping out of coffins and whatnot yeah isn't it, 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 it's weird in that because it's almost like uh we are we're like following a different path in that we follow the other characters and then hongo just comes in at the end and saves the day right shows you what the story could be like <laughs> if it was but then you got to realize, like, this is how it is for, like, normal people in these worlds. They're, like, they're just, like, doing their thing, and then, bam, superhero comes and saves them. <laughs> right. Here we are. I mean, at least now they're not just being left off in the middle of nowhere, yes. having their bike stolen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember there was some seriously bad, like, editing of having how they had to do things. It's just, like, you just run this together, like, as fast as you can. You uh-huh. Know? Yeah. <laughs> um. So we haven't done it in a while, but what have you been up to? Well, um, recently I've been playing a lot of Dying Light. That's a, is it an asymmetrical one, or is that a zombie? A that's zo- the first-person zombie one. It's like basically they yeah. took Dead Island and added parkour. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's right. That's basically yeah, right. all it is. I was thinking uh, not Dying Light. There was another Death by Daylight. Oh, Death by Daylight. Yeah, or so Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. Yeah. That's I the, just bought that one. I haven't played it yet. That's the asymmetrical hunter game. It's like basically like Friday, a lot like Friday the right. Thirteenth, like four survivors versus the the murderer. But no, no, no. no, this is this this game where you just oh, parkour and zombies. And honestly, I have fun with it in the same way that any game that you mindlessly kill zombies, you could have fun with. But uh, it's the same problem with Dead Island. They they don't. It's like they don't have an editor. Like nobody is sitting there going, "Hey, wait a minute." We just messed up on something that's like basic fundamental coding, like in game design. Uh, how's about we fix that before we release the game? So what I mean by that is if you use any of the DLC, you have to, you, you can't just say, okay, I want to quit playing the DLC. I want to go back to doing whatever, like, cause it takes you a totally different map. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you have to completely stop playing the game, go back to the main menu. Instead of pressing continue, you have to click play and choose under the options to resume an old playthrough rather than continue to play being stuck on this one map in the DLC, which is like this bonus thing where you're doing time trial. So not even the real game. And then when you get back to playing the real game, all of your gear is put away in the, in the stash and you have a completely new outfit on. It's like loading a save state 
is like the first thing you learn how to do. <laughs> and the fact that you even are able to save games means that they understand you can load a save state. So I don't know why they don't know how to load you in a save state with your equipment on. <laughs> so that's just a critique. Yeah. Nothing to do with anything. But other than that, still having fun. With it. Yeah. I feel so basic because I've played a lot of Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, I've also gone back and I'm playing... Uh, Digital De- uh, Digital Devil Survivor, which is uh, Shin Megami Tensei game, mm. um, on the 3DS because uh, I really love the 3DS. 3DS has some great games, but I showed you that I bought a new th- new a new 2DS XL, right? And, <laughs> uh, which brings my 3DS collection up to three. Yeah, you but, know, just <laughs> one of each. Well, I have a a 2DS XL. I have a regular uh, a new 2DS XL, and then I have a regular new 2DS, which is a Japanese uh, a new a regular new the name we convinced a regular new 3ds non-xl just a standard size um it's a japanese one so it plays japanese games mm. because the 3ds games are region locked right of course um as is tradition and now i have a a, uh, a new 2ds xl mm. which is the best designed one right uh and it's got the cooler colors but <laughs> so yeah i had uh digital Devil survivor i think it's survivor uh digital level saga maybe um, Shin, Shin Megami Tensei game where like uh, set in modern day Tokyo and then just demons come out, right? Um, which are the personas, which are the aspects of humanity type thing. Yeah, good um, old fashion fashion plot. Yes, uh, it's always like the the joke is how much is the games connected to the other ones, and mm. like you're like, oh no, they're at first you want to be like, oh no, they're completely separate, like Final Fantasy, but then it's like there's this thing here, and you're like, oh maybe this is set in. Alternate future. Like in uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4, you start out and it's like this uh, high-tech samurai thing. Mm. Samurai thing where you have like a gauntlet and an AI talking to you. And then you you like talk to the demons. You get them on their so- your side doing all this thing. And then you go deep down to the, the, the medieval cavern and you find out in the medieval cavern is Tokyo. <laughs> like in the distant future. <laughs> <It's> okay. Like- <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, it's it. So you're like, oh, maybe it is connected to the other ones. <laughs> maybe right? It's not. <laughs> maybe this is this was happening in the background all along. It just yeah. Seemed normal. Or this is in the far future, or this is the past of it. So it's just one of those fun. It's a lot like Common Rider, actually. Oh, where you're not sure how connected they are. Right. Uh, some ones are obvious. Like it's obvious that uh zero one isn't in anything like the other ones because mm. it takes place in modern day, but it has hyper advanced technology. Right. But you're watching uh, Double, and you're like, "Oh, this could totally be in the same world as Kuga, right? Or Zero, or or uh, seventy one Common yeah, Rider. It's just like here, it's a windmill technology. It's it's know, just a, it's, it's it's like this is a very windmill centric city, but no big deal. It's not even so exactly. But then sometimes you'll you'll watch the next series, and you're like, "Well, this could be," but they're not talking about big things that happened in the last episode. Mm. Uh like one of the reasons why Agito isn't connected to Kuga is because the writer of Kuga said there's no way that Godai wouldn't be there helping. Right. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> it, it has to be. Otherwise, it you know um, takes away from the character. But of you Godai. watch the first couple of episodes, you're like, yeah, these are connected. But I mean, <laughs> the, the counter argument to that could be that Godai just has other stuff going on. Well, yeah. And if you once we finish the series, you're like, yeah, I totally see why he wouldn't there. Yeah. But anyways, the um uh the Kuga manga. 
that's like it's the new manga that started just a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. It's actually Agito and Kuka together. Right. So they, they I mean, it's a completely different story. Like the story starts out centered on uh, uh, Ichijo. And like the first time he sees Kuga, Kuga's like fully realized and is like already Kuga. Oh, so, so it's, it's like a total reimagining. It's a, yeah, it's a total reimagining. It's like it's a lot like what they did for uh the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm. for but for Kuga and Agito together. Okay. And they add new characters and they change things up. There's like a fem- female Agito in there and all sorts of interesting things. It's like it's pretty cool. Um it's a lot harder to read cuz it doesn't have the Furigana. <sighs> so I I can't. You got to step I'm up. Not, your, I'm not you got to step up your Japanese. Yeah, cuz it takes it, it take forever and then like translated there's only like eight chapters translated. Right. So uh, so I was stoked because game. I was stoked because uh, someone picked up a Common Rider Spirits <laughs> translated, and I'm like, oh, that's because that's a sweet story. It's a sweet manga that has like Ichi, uh, Ichigo and like uh, Nigo and all the other ones through Stronger, mm. and it's like this retelling of like what they would have, d- what they wanted to do with like bringing them all together, but they just didn't have the money or the resources to right. do it. Yeah, and then it, you read it and you're like, oh, there's serious like awesome fights and like yeah splash pages with the rider kicks happening it's just pretty sweet <laughs> well maybe the the team might pick up other it might uh because they've got got a lot to catch up on because the mong the the magazine that common rider spirits was in was canceled mm. and so they transferred over to a new magazine called and so that they had to rename the the thing it was uh, shin common rider spirits which means new right um and that's still going okay so wow. uh, they're but even the initial run of spirits hasn't been finished translated. Okay. So they're working on that trying to fill in the gap. So it's it's exciting cuz they're really cool stories and Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it'll be interesting but I want to watch Oh the no, cuz yeah. Oh yeah, there there's so many spoilers in there. <laughs> yeah. It's okay that it, yeah, it's one of those down the road things for me. Yeah, you don't it's like cuz it's 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 a story after all their stories are done. Okay, yeah. So definitely. And it's about them getting all together to fight a bigger organization. So. Well, any ideas for uh uh the revived Cobra Man. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of. I was actually about to say something about that. It's kind of hard to say uh, because his character <laughs> he blew up. Yeah, uh, it's like he was done, as far as I knew, which I thought was really confusing because you said he was one of the big three. But then I'm thinking maybe it's just he just means like middle of the the first run, as in like maybe that, the third like or the fourth three, rider, like the iconic. Right, right, right. So I was wondering how is this guy iconic, and now he's being brought back. So I'm wondering, does he have a bigger bigger role in this series or is it he doesn't really become iconic it, it, until later what they're going to do with the show is a little bit better because like i said he got injured right in the middle of like this last episode mm. that's why he was only in like two scenes because right. they had already filled in those scenes and then they're like so they are able to kind of put together a little bit better yeah so uh, it seems like now the a good way that they can uh keep the story the same but change uh the formula is a follow uh rico and tachibana and b more villain stuff yeah as in putting more time and effort in what the villains are doing so that way you have you know more of the screen time taken up with the story still advancing it's just now at the speed of the more, villains more great leader talking and yeah stuff, and things like that yeah a lot more exposition so that yeah. way that stuff that you know you just magically stumbles upon with the 600 iq yeah uh is it just straight up explained to you already so you don't need him to tell you yeah um now i guess my question is if if uh his legs broken. Do they ever do like any chest up scenes with him, or is it always just he's in the mask? Uh, if I remember, I think he's just in the mask. Okay, like he's out for a while. He's out yeah, for, you know, uh, they they work around it, figure it out, introduce new characters, things like that. But yeah, uh, you'll you'll see how it goes. Um, 
but this is the first time a, um, uh, an enemy's come back. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, it's uh, it's not our first repeat enemy as far as our our series is going, yeah, but in, the, in the show, yeah. right? But in this one, I mean, well, the first one that straight up revived, I think. I can't remember anybody off the top of my head. Yeah, the the, the only one that there was one that had two part episode, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was just a two part episode. Yeah, doesn't really count. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah so then we are gonna go watch that oh although i will say oh yeah not that i mind seeing more tachibana oh no i mean he he was already kind of a writer anyway just not really yeah oh yeah this, that, that's, that's a good thing to point out it's the fact it's like just missing a transform well the thing <laughs> is is like tachibana and maruko are like really good characters and we cannot see hongo for months and the fact that the matter is, is Hongo doesn't change, which is the beauty of Hongo's character. Uh-huh, right. Is he's like the stalwart, like this is just Hongo. Right. So if we don't see him for months, we don't have to worry about like, oh, how did he change? It's just like, oh, Hongo's back and he's just going to be Hongo again. Yeah, he had other <laughs> stuff going on this yeah. whole time. But, yeah. <laughs> he was over here like burying things or faking because uh-huh. he always had those weird like three or four layer plans and just right. lying to people. And it's like, <laughs> I just also feel like it just occurred to me, his writer ranking on our is just going to go down. I mean- he, because there's nothing going on but he does come back when he comes back he might just skyrocket yeah like that. <laughs> i feel like maybe that's what's going to happen because uh i mean he's already kind of dropping to the bottom of the list yeah. steadily because he's not changing yeah yeah oh there's nothing Except- that and his now he's his screen time is literally only going to be um him in the, the the suit and probably limited there i don't mm-hmm. know I, it's hard to say i mean the last episode there was a lot of fighting true that's a good point a lot of explosions and stuff because landmines yeah so we might just he might just bump up for doing cool stuff yeah they might be covering up he might fighting. yeah it might be advantage because he's <laughs> in the suit the entire time so yeah. there's never any time for him to ruin it by doing something godai-ish yeah <laughs> I think it's funny that we like totally just rib on Godai, but that's because yeah. we're analyzing it. He's a good guy. I like no, it. No, he's a jerk. He's well, he's a jerk. He's a he's, selfish jerk. He's a good guy. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> he's a good jerk. Or he's a good guy, but he's a bad friend. That's what it is, really. Bad friend, bad brother, bad employee. <laughs> bad horrible employee. <laughs> I would definitely not hire Godai. Like you want him in your camp, you just don't want him to be in charge of anything. Yeah. Like at all. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Okay, so now we are gonna okay, go watch. Gonna watch it. You're gonna go watch uh, the, the revived Cobra Man. <laughs> okay, and we are back. What are your first thoughts? Uh, I'm just amazed that they were able to stretch because to me this is very clearly the same shoot as the last episode. Yeah. So what I'm figuring is what happened is they put they cut it up so that. The one episode is two episodes, right? Because, uh, yeah, the the whole thing, I'm like, it's the same plot. He's he's after the gold again. Yeah, he's back <laughs> to the gold, and uh, there's like dogs involved in both, kids and dogs yeah. involved in both. And- so I'm surprised that they were able to take the story that made no sense and uh, you know stretch it to two episodes. It's like now now I understand why neither of them are really comprehensible. It was just kind of amazing what you can do when you're in a crunch. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have Which to make something funny, out of this. funny because this is the second episode, and there was way more Hongo in this episode yep. than the previous episode. Exactly. Uh, but that's why they, they had like the same monster, mm-hmm. and they had uh, a couple things we're talking about in it is the reason did all the things. Anyways, so opening happens, yada, yada. Yeah, and then it, it immediately, the first scene is a uh, basically a street pole, and somebody is putting up a 
a, a sign, you know, like a poster, and it says, Aya Koji Biological Research Facility, we buy dogs and cats. And that's straight up out of a horror novel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just really blunt and straightforward and kind of creepy. Yeah. It's like they might as well be like, we eat human flesh or something. I mean... But it's, it's just straight up saying, we do animal testing. You got any spare animals? Yeah, see, the thing is, it's more than that. It's like we buy dogs and cats. It's like you could buy your dogs and cats from a shelter and nobody would know. Yeah. That's what a research facility would do. But no, they want residential. They want people to give them their cats and dogs. Yeah. And there's nothing about this sign is professional looking. No, it's handwritten. Sign. It's straight up handwritten on like regular white paper. No yeah. frills. It's like. You have to be a psycho to take your dog or cat to this location. Yeah. And then, so they... <laughs> so the, then you go to the location, and there's people lined up. <laughs> yeah, what, what kills me about that, too, is it's uh, it's not even a facility. It doesn't even look like a facility. It's straight up a residential home. I mean, it's <laughs> it's an upper-class residential home. And it's got, like, a sign out front that says... I code your research facility, but like I can put a sign out in front of my house that says I code your research facility. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> might do that. That'd be funny. The person that's putting up the sign is this woman that's in all black with like a, a black uh, a shawl or a drape or something over her head. Yeah, uh, clearly trying not to draw attention by drawing lots of attention, yeah. like she just got out of a funeral. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it then goes to all of these people lined up in front of the you know research facility <laughs> and what kills me D- about just holding this, their dogs and their cats in their arms yeah in, in a single file line and this guy's like oh you can come in now and the guy goes in and then he opens the door again after like seven seconds is like okay next and i'm thinking okay that was just a time skip for the sake of our uh you know our viewing yeah. it's only a 30 minute episode but no we finally get to see what happens the guy goes through the door he's like oh calming his dog down karate chop in the back of the head <laughs> and then the doctor he's in a lab coat so that's what i'm calling the doctor he like he takes the dog and just tosses it to another. Yeah, tosses it to another guy and gives him basically a hey, you did good, but with that karate chop look, <laughs> yeah. like if if you could ever convey with a look, you did well with that karate chop. <laughs> that was how. And it's like this is like something they've been doing all day. Yeah. It's just like here, okay, you chop him out. I'll grab the dog. I'll throw the dog to the other guy. The other guy passes it down to the next guy. Down yeah, the and then the next thing you know, it's like seven guys later <laughs> yeah. down the hallway. Now, uh, then the doctor opens up the doors like next. <laughs> so the lady, yeah, the lady is uh, there, the one that was in the all black, and she tells him, let the next one in, and he opens the door and says, next. So that means these people are in a single file line, <laughs> and for the they house. see somebody go through the door, never, come back. never comes back out. Within eight or nine seconds, mm-hmm. the, uh, the doctor comes back and says, next again. And they just... It's like, (laughs) and I know all of these people have been to the doctor at some point or has been anywhere like the DMV, whatever the Japanese DMV (laughs) is like, you know that there is no 10 second waiting time. (laughs) Yeah. They're not just going to be processing people this fast. Yeah. yeah. Just go in there, honko and walk out. But no. (laughs) So anyways, all of these people deserve what they got. (laughs) So basically what's happening is that they're knocking out the people and they're taking the animal blood. Oh yes, she she, she says she says the lights of the plan. They're taking the animal blood to revive the Cobra Man, and they're taking the owners and they're testing them to see if they can be combatants. Yeah. like they we've seen them do this before. Yeah, it's a perfect they just, system. They just take random people and they see and they take the strongest ones and they turn them into combatants, and then they take a select few and turn them into the monsters. Yeah, yeah. So it's really it's this the perfect system. They they get rid of the dogs, get rid of the people. It's just one of those things where. Uh, <laughs> your survival instincts are severely lacking if you're just gonna oh i'm just gonna take my dog to this place and buy his random pets <laughs> right and honestly like you know what's gonna happen to your pet if you were to take it to a research <laughs> yes. facility that says we buy dogs and cats yeah. like you're condemning them to be murdered 
while sitting there being like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. So I honestly I don't feel bad. <laughs> no, I don't feel bad for them. I mean, like I, I can see that if it was just a random dog you picked up on the street, but these are like your pets that you supposedly care for. Yeah, and, and animals in Japan are expensive. Right. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Basically, they're just like, we got to find a, way, a real creepy creepy way to uh, revive. Yeah, over, man. <laughs> no, they did good. Yeah. Uh, so then it goes to uh, Hongo. Mm-hmm. And this is the part that probably would have been the start of the two part episode. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, where it's he 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 rides up and Tachibana and Rico are talking to this kid. Mm. And this kid's talking about how his animal is uh his dog is missing. Yeah. So two things here. Because we know his animal, like, his dog is, like, in the research facility. Maybe. We, they never actually say that. No. I mean, well, that's because the what actually happened to the dog was in the, fir- the episode before this. Yeah, so this is all weird. Um, <laughs> uh, so if the dog is in the research facility, one of two things. One, somebody, they, they are just randomly grabbing dogs and cats off the streets, too, and that isn't enough. Yeah. And that's why they're buying them now. Right, right. <laughs> they need a lot of blood to revive the Cobra Man. Did they or, already do the revival yet at this point? Um... No. Yeah, I can't remember which. They 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 show that they were. They did parts of it. Okay, yeah. Because it's like they showed that there was the revive thing, and this that's when she explained her plan. Right. Because she says something that I thought was funny. She was like, uh, "I want to like restore the bo- the damaged body that Common Rider destroyed, or something like yeah. that." And I'm sitting here like, "No, I'm pretty sure it was the landmine. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure you just fell on a landmine in your own facility." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like sh- it's a good way to try to <laughs> cut costs on you know <laughs> remove liability. They're yeah. like, it wasn't a work. It wasn't a workplace accident. This was murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. Anyways, so, well, I mean, if it had turned out that it was an, it, 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 uh, Cobra Man's incompetent, incompetence, Great Leader wouldn't have revived him. Uh, right. Yeah, seriously, that's the thing. It's like, dude, <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, the other thing is that, you know, uh, they're grabbing random cats and dogs off the street, maybe, because they don't have enough. Mm. The other thing is that, like, somebody is just like, Somebody's looking around. They're like, "Oh, this place is grabbing pets. I'm just gonna grab this random dog out yeah, the street. Hey, hey, friendly dog. Let's go check this place out. <laughs> Grabs random pets yeah. to sell. I mean, that's the only way to justify it uh, is that these people are. Well, I mean, that's still not justification. They're still stealing dogs to sell them. You know. Yeah. So I still don't feel bad for them. Just, <laughs> no, but they're not their dogs. <laughs> yeah, it's not their dogs. So it's a little bit more human, I guess. So the boy here, he's talking about how his his dog's missing, mm-hmm. and um. They're kind of trying to comfort him. Ruriko's like, I'll get you a drink. Uh, yeah, and his dad comes, comes up, in. right? His dad comes up, and he says, um, I'll look for him, but Tachibana knows him. He's Koji, I think. Yeah, Koji, I believe. Uh, Detective it's Ko- either Koji or Koga. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, and it's, um, he is a detective, mm-hmm. and he's got like work to do. Right, go figure. Yeah, uh, and they ask him, you work on Sunday? Well, no, of course not, because all crime stops on Sundays. Of course. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like, oh, you mean firefighters are on crawl on Sundays? Yeah, because fires take Sundays off, too. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> um, and he mentioned something about, like, a gold transfer, I think. Mm-hmm. Because that's, like, his... Yeah, because he's, like, uh, representing Tokyo police on a transfer. Yeah something so we're talking about this and we're talking about it and it's like there's a lot it, it seems like we didn't watch the episode because mm. of the way we're talking about it. no the episode doesn't make a lot of sense yeah i mean <laughs> it's just like last episode of uh you know common rider 71 where we're like i don't get why we just spent five minutes walking a guy walk or watching a guy walk down a hallway yeah uh 
you know, and then poison. But I actually feel like the previous episode made more sense. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Because it had less scenes in it with with Hongo. Yeah. This one, they had the more of the scenes in it. So they're kind of like trying to fit things in around it. I see. So this this two part episode is proof that it's easier to match fight scenes to a story than it is stories to a fight scene. Or wait, no, vice versa. The other way around. It's easier to match story to a fight scene than it is fight scene to a story. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Imagine if you had a book and you stripped out 15 pages of it and then you had to make the story based off of that. That's pretty much like what's going on. Yeah, pretty much exactly it. Um, And you couldn't use one of the characters that was in those stories, those pages. So he is going to go and then it cuts to the kid. Just quick cut to the kid. And he's like, I guess ran out the back. Or it's cut to later, but he's he's looking around and he sees the sign that says, we are no longer buying cats and dogs. Right. Yeah. And then it, it hits him. Oh, maybe somebody. Uh, maybe he's in here. This is where all the cats and yeah, dogs maybe are. They found my cat and dog. So, he so goes he's up trying to, to sneak window. in there and then his dad comes up. Yeah. He's like, oh, don't worry. I'll check for you. And his, his dad felt really weird in this scene. I thought, oh, he's maybe a fake guy. Uh-huh. But no, it's just bad acting. Yeah. Horrible um, acting. So basically, he's like, go home. I've never lied to you. I'll find out. Yeah. And and to the dad's credit, he does, even though he's got a job to do, he's like, okay, well, you know, this is kind of a creepy house, and I got to check on this from kids. So I knock on the door, and he's like, I wanted to ask you a few questions. Mm-hmm. And and she's like, the creepy lady answers the door. She's like, come in. Yeah. And then he waits in the lot. Well, they let him sit in the, uh, I guess, the waiting room with Which some is random like, pets strewn about. It's like a taxidermy place. Yeah. And he, he solves it, it immediately. It's not a research facility. It's just a taxidermy place. Like oh. marketed. <laughs> it's why they're going to buy cats and dogs. Yeah. <laughs> they got, they run a, uh, they run a taxidermy uh, seminar. Yeah, that's what it is. And they need to have like the test pets for the for the students. Oh, okay. And the, I suppose kind of screw- <laughs> it's still kind of screwed up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he solves it immediately. Yeah, <laughs> he figures it all out. And yeah, I mean, it, this was so predictable too. It's like he figures it out, so you know he's gonna get karate chopped in the back. Of yeah. The so Shakurgun chops in the back of that, and then it cuts to the. Uh, cuts down into sight to the revival of the Cobra Man. Yeah. The actual revival of the Cobra Man, which the Cobra Man coming back up. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, does he have, did he have frills before? No, he didn't, because we, we, we were wondering if the kid was the same kid, so we went yeah. to back to back. Yeah, because there, there were so many uh, parallels, not even really parallels. I was getting deja vu, strong deja vu. So we went back and checked if it was the same kid. It's a different kid actor. Yeah. Um, But we also saw that the Cobra Man... Mm. He, like, has an upgrade. Yeah, he's been upgraded for sure. Um, uh, So she revives the Cobra Man, and then Great Leader tells the plan is to steal the gold again. Yeah, steal the gold. Same repository. Well, I think it's supposed to be a different repository. This is a a shipment of gold coming in on the the ship, the president, the president in English. Yeah. uh, Which is funny (laughs) because they capitalize in the subtitles to capitalize P for president, but they don't capitalize the T, even though it's the president is the name of the ship. Um. And then they're going to steal the gold, which allows for the whenever Hongo has a scene, then they say gold. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it cuts back out to. So after the Cobra's revival, oh, they, yeah. him and his entourage are like leaving the facility yes. and the child. Well, it's not really a facility like it, it's just a house. The house. But they, they leave the new Shocker base because that's what I'm thinking that that it, is. Yeah. It's like a hidden Shocker base under a residential home that mm-hmm. they've called a facility. Yeah. Anyway. They're leaving in a single file line because that's the way they do. And the child sees them. And I, I don't know if the cobra sees him. No, the cobra just turns around just showing the, the okay. cobra. He's just looking around. Yeah, I thought he was just being like, meh. And so he says, monster, so you know what I got to do? Right. I got to go. Amigo. I, I got to go back and tell uh, these people that I met like really quickly. 
Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like I, I was trying to think if they had not, any... not to my dad's cop colleagues. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, because when when that scene happened, I was trying to remember if there was any sort of meaningful interaction between him and them. I was like, no, I don't think. I mean, he just said, "Oh, my dog's missing," and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry about that." But uh, so, well, uh, Tachibana and Hongo know his dad. Okay, so that that could be relevant. So the argument could be made that he's they, met them before. He's met them before. But he runs back and he says, there's a monster there and I think it ate my dad. Which is such an extrapolation. Yeah. It's like, and um, I'm not going to go to the cops about this. Yeah. Even though my dad's a police officer, I'm going to go to these random people at this house, at this, uh, this uh, cafe. <laughs> They'll believe me. Um, And so uh, Tachibana puts it all together. Right. Maybe they are built another thing. Uh, built another cyborg, and then Hongo comes in, and he just tells Hongo the plan. Real, he tells Hongo everything in his ear, and Hongo leaves. Yeah. See, at this point, because they were they weren't uh, really talking, I, I had my head down writing, and when I look back up, he had just got done whispering in his ear, and I, this the way that the scene looked, it totally looked like they just got done making out. So, <laughs> this is a point I want to point out. I am pretty sure this is not Hongo's voice. Oh, you mean for most of the voiceovers, or yeah, whenever he's talking, oh, he's voiced over by somebody else, and I think it's the guy who's doing the voices for uh, Common Rider, so it's the same voice for the whole thing. Okay, so you wouldn't notice a difference based. But on the I've audio like quality. I've seen enough Hongo that I'm pretty sure this is not Hongo's voice. You know, I was trying to see if it matched the mouth flaps, and I think it does because it's just him. He just dubbed over Hongo's uh, lines, but um, so, so to have the same voice for the whole thing, they just have a different voice. Okay, yeah, um. But yeah, I was like, I'm like, that doesn't sound like Hongo. <laughs> I know Hongo's dulcet tones. That's not it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it actually threw me off watching it because I like knew his voice. I'm like, that doesn't sound like his voice. Mm. So I'm pretty sure I'm not like 100% positive. I'm pretty sure it's not his voice. It seems like the best way to do it, though. Yeah. So, so it's the same voice for the whole episode. Mm-hmm. So when Common Rider comes in, that's the same voice that Hongo had. Right. Um, And so and also. There was no, like we said, there's no DVDs or anything back then, so it was just what right. you heard in that episode. Um, so then it cuts to the te- their testing. test site, right? Yeah. So they've got to another quarry. Yeah, a quarry. Yeah. Supposedly a forest. We'll get to that part <laughs> yeah. though. So it goes to a quarry, <laughs> and it's got tied up on two poles. Got two guys: the detective and another guy. Yeah, random dude. I think he was actually the one that gets karate chopped that Probably. we see. And so they're basically testing out. Because they like to test out their powers. So I imagine both of these persons... Well, no, he wouldn't have gone through the testing to become a warrior. Well, that, that's what she says. She says that they they failed the testing to be a warrior. So maybe they just have like a quick scan. That could be. Yeah, like the preliminary. Yeah. Like, like this guy has testicle cancer. He just yeah, won't yeah, find he, out he's for got years. A, he's got a 550 IQ. He's lame. Weak socks. Weak socks. Under 600? Get out of here with that stupid crap. Yeah. <laughs> so... um. This is basically just showing off. Basically, it's one of those scenes that they they have a lot in the Common Rider. Basically, mm. showing their superpowers so that we know yeah how dangerous they are for when Common Rider fights them. Yeah. So he walks up, and in in last episode, he had poison spit that like was acidic and burnt stuff. Like, and that came out it. of that came out of his hand. Right. But he only could do that with those teeth. Right. And he lost those teeth. Yes. But now he's been upgraded just to breathe straight up fire. Yeah, he just straight up breathes fire. The first dude gets Because that's totally what you think of when you think of a snake. Yeah, sna- a cobra snake. Yeah, just breathing fire. It's right in there in my head. Burns and burns the first guy. The He might as well be wearing a red shirt from yeah. Star Trek and just... I even said when we were watching that, I'm like, oh, no, not the guy we've never heard his name. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what's going to happen to this guy. Yeah, Ricky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in Ricky. Yeah, it's in Ricky. 
Um, so basically, he breathes fire and he burns the guy to a crisp. Mm-hmm. And uh, she tells him to do it to the detective, and uh, then it cuts to Hongo mm-hmm. coming in, and he's. Be- ba- I think what we're supposed to know is that Hongo went to the facility and followed the string of like ants. That are, are that are shocker soldiers to the location, right? <laughs> or just whatever the heck he did. And so then he starts beating up some shocker guys. Right. Uh, pretty good. Uh, um, action acting here. Yeah. This is this is him. Uh, without the suit. Yeah. This is just straight up without the suit. And this is like probably scenes they filmed before. Yeah. And so when he beats up and then he like knocks down one of the shocker goons and he asks where the detective is. Mm-hmm. The detec- the the shocker goon says he's in the forest out back. Yeah. Forest out back. Now. I went to the next scene and I'm like, I actually rewinded to make sure he said forest. And then I went to the next scene. I'm like, does that look like a forest? You because no. it's a straight up quarry. It's just a quarry, deep but in a quarry. Last episode was yep. in a forest. Yep, last episode was forested as heck. So that's where he was talking about. Mm-hmm. So that's when it was just like, oh, the parts of it coming together because that guy, it was in a forest. Yeah. And then why can't they just film in the forest again? Yeah, I'm wondering <laughs> if there's in, anybody out there that's ever taken these two episodes and cut them in such a way that you can see what the original episode was supposed to be. Because <laughs> I'm sure there's scenes that weren't in there too, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they have to fill it. I'm just wondering, what what was the original episode like? I really want to know. It was probably just like a normal common yeah, episode. Just bland. But um, as we'll learn in the next couple of episodes, like this injury like forced them to do different things. Mm-hmm. So it forced them to be like, Create, experiment. create the common rider and stuff like that. Anyways, so, so yeah, so it goes back and he's about to burn the detective. He starts and shoots low. At yeah. first, I was thinking he was just testing or just being mean. You know, yeah. he's just trying to burn him slowly. So he actually like burns his leg, and they show like burns and a mm-hmm. burn off, and uh, which the, is extremely. The other guy just burnt to a crisp almost immediately. Yeah. So for some reason, the detective is just extremely resilient. I to, think he's farther back. He's basically he's testing his aim now. Oh, that could be. Yeah, because because that's what the lady says. She's like, fix your aim. Yeah, and, and then she he starts whipping him. Basically. Basically, every time she talks to him, she's probably whipping him. Yeah, she's she's big on the the whip. Mm-hmm. So he stockings and whips, man. <laughs> he breathes fire and he uh, burns his arm. <laughs> and then he that basically also breaks the rope, by the way, because he's tied yeah. up to the post with the rope. So now he sl- you know slunks to the ground, and the Cobra Man's about to finish him off. Of course, he's getting whipped the entire time, and that's when Kamen Rider shows up. Yes, to save the day. And then uh, basically, he likes. He's fighting them all. Yeah, the the woman says to him that uh, she's gonna take him down and finish the brain surgery. Yes. And I was like, wait a minute, I thought it was just hypnotism. When did it become brain surgery? It's much more realistic, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they use the term operation and like surgery, like interchangeably. Yeah. It's not really like quote unquote science based. Yeah, because in my <laughs> mind, I was just thinking, imagining somebody's like, yeah, I'm a master hypnotist. I'm gonna turn, make you a have a catatonic state or something and then he just like knocks a spike through your orbital lobe <laughs> yeah just gives like, you a lobotomy you know like, <laughs> works every time <laughs> works every time and then he just jazz hands master <laughs> hypnotist yeah. uh so th- he he beats up some more shocker goons and he's fighting um yeah cobra well, he he points at him with his writer pose and the cobra man's like and then he does a flip or whatever and the woman screams out What'd she say? Burn the rider to death. And I'm like, oh, way to give 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 away the you know battle strategy before he <laughs> yeah. even gets to use oh, it. You, oh, you mean his special move that he just has? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he could have gotten him up close and just burnt him, but now Common Rider is aware that, oh yeah, this guy's probably gonna shoot a flamethrower or something <laughs> yes. like that. So he fights and it's an okay fight back and forth. And then uh there's a lot of jumping and flipping in this episode, of course. Um and then uh he the cobra goes to breathe fire. 
No. Hongo first jumps in front of the lady. Yeah. And the guy goes to breathe fire and Hongo jumps out of the way. And so she He's like set it up. Yeah. She gets like a light burnt on the you know on the she cheek. Got, she gets burned on the cheek. And the Cobra Man runs in and grabs her and they run off. Yeah, he's like, Oh crap, I messed up. And so they running off and then Hongo chases and then the detectives just like collapse there and uh the true hero, Tachibana, runs in. <laughs> yeah. Um to uh to save him and he he like he unties him he's like okay he's like come on we come on we got to get you out of here get you to the hospital yeah and he's just like who's the, where's the culprit where's he's, the culprit? he's like forget the whole, i gotta arrest the culprit and he starts walking and then he's just like monster and then collapses <laughs> and so tachibana says something uh he's, just, he says he's like a real hard-working detective yeah and he looks up so i'm assuming the guy saw common rider and tachibana was talking to him but like you don't see him. Yeah. So, just, but he says monster about something, and then Tachibana looks up, but pleasantly towards the sky. So I'm assuming he was looking at Hongo, who was looking down at him. Oh yeah. Otherwise, it just doesn't so make sense. So then it cuts to, to uh, the chakra base, right? And there is the lady there, and she's got like this burn makeup on, lightly burned makeup on her. Yeah, cheek. very lightly burned. Um, it would if if they had better special effects, it would probably look a whole lot worse. Yeah, but um, of course she's angry. She's angry, and she starts whooping the Cobra Man. Like she says, "I'm gonna kill you," and just starts beating him mercilessly with this whip. And then Great Leader's voice comes on, and he says, "He says, uh, basically, you used your usefulness. Um, I only need you to re- to revive- resurrect the yeah." So. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, what is more useful than the ability to resurrect your dead enemies? Yeah, but that was the question I asked. Is like, why the heck would you get rid of her? Uh, if she's capable of reviving your soldiers, even if it's once, she just doubled your force, man. Yeah, especially because the one that you chose to revive was totally useless, like incompetent. <laughs> yeah, so he couldn't like... even fight a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he lost to a dog. He last just lost, got bit, and he's like, oh crap, just got scared. I don't know. <laughs> So funny. Anyways, uh, uh, Great Leader commands Cobra Man to kill her, and he does. He burns her to a crisp real quick. Yeah, and there's such a strong breeze underground. Yeah. Because when she becomes a pile of dust, it just (laughs) blows off. Yeah. So then uh, he's like, okay, back to the plan of stealing the gold. Um, Yeah, right back on track. So then it goes, what's next? Um, It should be like a whole long scene of the car's following or heading towards the dock and them unloading stuff off of a truck yes then they're loading it all up and uh the detective comes up yep and he's he's like bandaged up he's got a mat he's got a head bandage on mm-hmm. he's got his arm in a sling and he's limping and he's walking with just a curved stick yeah uh, for a cane it's yeah. kind of like i'm guessing what happened is there they get to the scene and, he's, and the the actor's like Okay, so where's my cane? And they're like, oh, crap, we forgot the cane. Yeah, here, uh, go find a stick. Grab the stick off the side of the road. Use this. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't afford an actual cane. Or they just need to have time to get an actual cane. No, I mean, in, in the in the show, it's like you're looking at a detective that's got a bandage on his leg, bandage on his arm, his head's bandaged for some reason, and he's got a stick. And nobody feels pity for him. Like, hey, let me go get you Yeah, a they just talk to him like it's a normal day. Like, <laughs> you know. Uh, one of the other uh, police officers back to him, his superiors comes in. And is like, is this all going to go smoothly? Unlike last time, <laughs> like, I wasn't even here last time. That's the part that kills me about this is that uh, I know what they're talking about. I know what they're referring to, mm-hmm. but he was not there. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't in the entire episode. Leave the man alone. So, uh, so anyways, so um, Hongo shows up. Hongo shows up, which yeah. I think this is actually a pretty cool scene. Because he goes up to the detective and he just tell he just lays it out. He's like, "There's an there's a secret organization called Shocker, and they're going to be stealing the gold, stealing the gold." And the police are like, "Shocker, what? That's not even real." Yeah, our department has heard nothing, nothing of, of this. this. Uh, 
But it's cool because like nobody ever says, just tell the police, man. Yeah. Tell the police about the secret organization you've been fighting. And he tries, and they're just like, whatever. Yeah, because he says something like, um, if it, they did exist, the government would know about it and wouldn't be, you know, cowed by petty thieves. And if they don't exist, you're basically wasting my time. Yeah, so basically he says, doesn't matter either way, we're still going to go through with this. Right. Um, so then they're loading it in, and we see um, maybe the first white guy in Kamen Rider. Yeah. And he has this horrible, uh, I think he's supposed to be American, but you can clearly tell they got like a Dutch or German guy yeah. to say this line because it's like horrible, horrible English. And, and, and it, the line is, wow, that's broken. Yeah, it's a broken, I don't even know what the heck Yeah, I use, <laughs> I use like German or French or something. But uh, basically opens the door and there is Cobra Man there. It's the same exact volt from the last episode. Yeah. I, like at first when I was looking at it, I was like, man, that looks really familiar. And then when it got to the, opens it and you see the broken part. Yeah. Yeah, literally the same part. Same vault from the last episode. So they're just using the scene. They're using two different scenes here from the same thing. And uh, it's it's a really quick cut when all of a sudden it's just like, oh, yeah. And then there's an explosion. Yeah, because he shoots fire from his mouth. Everybody runs away. And, and then, then the entire ship blows up. Yeah, just it goes. Sinks into the ocean. Shockwave knocks out the, uh, the guy. And you're just like, did they blow up the ship? And yeah. then it's like somehow they got all the gold off too. Yeah, the gold is gone. The boat explodes in such a way that it's not even like Titanic where it just cracks in half and sinks down. No, no, no. It just incinerates huge shockwave so it's like napalm or no not even not even napalm does that but like a nuke just hit this boat. smash cut to them carrying the the gold into a cave smash cut to hong uh common writer showing up yep yeah very fight. quick and uh <laughs> and they fight and this is a lot of him fighting a lot of people i thought this one was cool because he jumps down into the water with a goon he knocks a couple of dudes into the water jumps down into the water with a goon uh does a lot of uh you can tell that it's not the same actor it's like a oh, guy totally different it's a guy who's more accustomed to fighting in suits the thing about this um is even if i didn't know that hongo was injured or the car- the uh the actor. actor was injured i would know it's a different person in the suit because the way he carries his body like he's hunched over the whole time he's also a different build yeah he's totally different uh, like if if I if I thought it was Hongo, I thought maybe I would probably think that he had a hurt back or something. You would probably, if I hadn't told you that it was uh, Fujioka in the suit to begin with, you'd probably think, oh, they just put a different person. Yeah, a in different it. person in it. Yeah, like they had one guy the first time and they put in it. But yeah, totally different build and everything. It's r- r- totally obvious, not the same guy. Yeah, but and, um, uh, so anyways, like has okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> like several fights have ended. In the past, it's like they're jumping, they're spinning, and somebody goes to throw him, and they they learn very fast that the worst thing you can do to common rider is try to throw him. Well, I love the fact that like you know he yells his attacks, he yells rider kick, rider rider punch, and all that stuff. But he actually yelled in this, which is actually what he does. He just yells when he's standing off against Cobra, and he just says rider fight. Yeah, rider fight. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> but then, yeah, then they're doing the whole fight, and then they're they both jump in the air, and yeah, somebody tries to throw him. He counter throws them. Counter throws Mid-throw, them. throw, he throws them. Into the water. And the guy blows up like a bomb. Yeah, man. he hits the water and he. It's like a just nuke, bomb. mini nuke in his chest. I mean, it's a boom. It doesn't matter where this man gets thrown, he'll find a landmine. <laughs> yeah. You could throw him in the air, he's going to blow up. <laughs> so it's great. Because before, like when, when he's throwing people and they've like landed on rocks and stuff like that and blown up, I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Because they didn't want to show somebody get, you know, split in half. Or and when, uh, when he's punched them and they've blown up. Yeah, yeah it's. 
thrown into the water. Dude, that's supposed to cushion it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how hard he threw him into the water. He threw him so hard on the water, it was like hitting concrete, and he split atoms, and he and blew just, up. Yeah, he just blew up. Yeah, hits a landmine no matter what he does. <laughs> Cobra bomb. <laughs> he's so uptight because he's never taken a poop. He's afraid to sit down. And so uh, maybe all that animal blood in him blew up. Oh, that could be. (laughs) So Goes all full metal alchemist. Yeah. So then it cuts to the cafe. Uh Uh-huh. And Hongo's just playing with this weird toy that probably had something to do with the actual episode that they were going to record. Yeah, the the written one that they had (laughs) planned. Um, And the kid comes in with a dog. Yeah. I don't know if it's the dog. It's never explained. It's possible that it's his dog and his dog was just missing. Yeah. Or and this, is like and this whole puppy. thing was like a misunderstanding of him. Like, <laughs> maybe they have seen it, and this dog was just like at his neighbor's house or something. <laughs> that would be awesome. Right? They get put in. <laughs> oh, we found your dog. Oh, thanks. My dad almost died three times. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of his dad, his dad shows up. Well, the kid runs in and he says, my dad got a commendation. And his dad walks in and he's like, you don't have to tell everybody. And so I'm guessing like he was walking down the street telling everybody. Right. My dad's got a combination. My dad's got a combination. And so um, so what we're able to piece together, mm-hmm. it's not said, it's just pieced together thrown out there that after he beat the Cobra Man, Hongo took the gold and returned it. Yeah, somehow. And everybody thinks it's the police detective because he was in charge and somehow the gold out. Right. And so Hongo's like, so how did you get the gold off the boat? And he's just like, I don't know. I have no I, idea. I, I, I passed out with the explosion. And Hongo jokingly says, why don't you tell him I did it? And it's <laughs> like, ha ha. No, but seriously, I wonder who did it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hongo kind of like, oh, uh, yeah, common. Goes back to playing with whatever he has in his common hand. Common writer thing. And that's the end of the episode. Like this was a, it was a quick episode to talk about because it's like. There's not really any substance. It's a half an episode yeah, thrown together yeah. with uh, some uh, fight scenes thrown together. At first, when we're watching it, I was thinking, oh, there's going to be a ton to this. And then as soon as, really, as soon as the police officer goes into the facility, it's just like, done. Mm-hmm. Like beforehand, there's a lot of stuff with like the intricacies of Shocker and stuff. But then as soon as it has to rely on uh, uh, Hongo's involvement in yeah. it, they have to speed it up. It goes downhill real fast. They have to speed up the plot of it and fill in like, Lengthen the time with fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do the next episode is the one I distinctly remember is that they they start doing differently. Okay, because these two were like filmed together. They like took one episode, made it two episodes. Right. The next one is like they from the initiative didn't have. Right. They're they're yeah from the get go they didn't have any scenes prepared. So yeah. here we are. Yeah. Um. And so the the next couple of ones are are where they're like figuring it out. So uh. What was your suck? For, uh, for me, this one was easy. Uh, why kill the woman? I mean, she was easily the most interesting character of the episode. Yeah, she could have been uh, like an ongoing like lieutenant or something. Yeah, I mean, like they have her dressed up like she's going to be important, mm-hmm. like she has some secret identity or something like that. And then you find out that, no, she's just like the one person in the world that can revive cyborgs. So let's kill her after one use? Yeah, despite having nothing to do with the organization, apparently, mm-hmm. because they just hired her. <laughs> it's like, wait, you're telling me that you hired somebody who has no affiliation with you, they managed to re- resurrect one of your cyborgs and you didn't think, hey, maybe this person has 600 plus IQ and we should recruit them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe she should be a cyborg. And she was willingly working for them? Yeah. Just She just agreed with the plan. Yeah. And she had a whip. I don't know. I just don't get that. Like, why even give her a cape if you're going to do her the dirty like that? <laughs> why even use her? They could have just used one of the generic scientists. That's my that, point. Yeah. They yeah. could have just had some random dude in they, the lab They coat. needed someone to uh, give exposition. Yeah, and I mean, that's just it. She could have kept doing that. 
Yeah, but she they probably only like hired the, her for one episode. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> it's possible she was like, I don't, she might have been a famous actress and they like had her for one episode. True. All I know is that. It was a lost potential. Yeah, if you if you have a res, pe- a res priest in the party, you don't just ditch him. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Just... <laughs> uh, so for me, my suck was the Hongo voiceover because mm. it took me out like every time he showed up on scene. Oh, you're like, wait a minute. That's not him. That's not his voice. Yeah, just stop. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't just get into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just kind of like, and every time I'm like, maybe I'm just like, no, that's not his voice. Maybe. And then it was just like the scene was over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my negative of it. It really took me out. So what is your Sugoi? So despite the episodes not being good, um, we've been knocking on them pretty much mm-hmm. for however many weeks now. Uh, it's still pretty impressive they were able to stretch it across two episodes. Yeah. So my Sugoi is that they managed to uh, just make something from nothing on that. It's despite, you know, uh, the adversity of having your main star so when completely I, taken out. I did not realize that when I first watched these shows, I didn't realize anything was up until the next episode. Okay. I I literally did not remember a single thing about this episode. Oh. Like when I was watching them straight through, it was just an episode that went, it was done. I watched that episode moving yeah, on. This is just a particularly bad episode, but. It wasn't even particularly bad. It was just like, oh yeah, there's some plot holes. Yeah, whatever. Moving on. Yeah, I, it, like, it happens. I was just figuring, filling things in as I went. But yeah, and then I just forgot about the episode. It was an episode I just completely forgot about. I remember the previous episode. I remember the next episode. This episode's kind of just like, <laughs> um. Uh, my sugoi is I love that cobra bomb. Just him blowing up at the yeah, end, hitting, just the, hitting water, the water, and blowing up. That's I thought exactly that was... why we watched this. <laughs> Those are the things. This jumping out of the coffin. These things are just like these are what make it so enjoyable. Yeah, it's like to... you pause it mid throw, be like, okay, what do you think is gonna happen next? <laughs> did I ever tell you about the, uh there was a, a thing like that? Yes, you did. That's yeah, what you told me about the coffin. I'm wondering if this was one of those scenes. No, it wasn't. But that was that was the. The classifies that the castifies like I say class because the show was set in a school. Uh huh. The the castifies like the actors were watching these common writer scenes trying to guess it was it was hilarious. Um. So now we have to determine if it changes the writer ranking. You know, I'm just gonna leave him as is. I'm gonna give him this week just because it's like just yeah, just gonna let him stay where he's at. He's already in the bottom. Give him a bye. Yeah. You get a pass (laughs) on this one. You broke your leg. Yeah. And that 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 puts it all on Kuga. That means Kuga has to improve himself. I'm pretty sure he's at the bottom, right? Yeah, Kuga's at the bottom. Yeah. Kuga, you have to take over. This person has a broke leg. Yeah, because Ichigo is at five, and he's at, and Kuga's at six. So <laughs> no, I see, I see his uh, his ranking really improving in like you know 15 episodes or so. If it's if the pacing is the way it is, um, when it starts to pick up and get real juicy. Oh, Kuga. Yeah. Uh, the middle slows down even more. Oh. Well, there you have it. <laughs> I'm glad that we're watching multiple episodes because otherwise, you, if we were just watching Kuga, you would have been like halfway through. You're like, do I really have to do a podcast? This yeah. week? Come on. Um, but that's because the writer of the show is like a drama writer, not a uh, a. Uh, I, I'm pre- he's writing writing it like a drama. I don't know if he's written Tokusatsu other than this, oh, okay. but he's writing it like a drama, right? Rather than Tokusatsu show. Uh, so, but our next episode of uh, uh, the next episode of Common Rider in mm. 71 will be, it's one of those names again, <laughs> uh, Bloodsucking Monster Galbacondor. <laughs> G-E-B-A-C-O-N-D-O-R. Jabacondor. It's either Jabacondor or Jabacondor. Okay, let's say Condor because at least that's an animal. 
but he, he's he's like a like a um it's like I'm I'm just gonna search it real quick here. See if it's an actual thing. Yeah. That sounds like that sounds like the evil wizard name that a kid would have if he was running his first uh Dungeons and Dragons campaign, you know? Yeah. The the grand lich is Jabakendor. <laughs> Jabakendor. Especially if it's like a pig wizard. It's like adventure time stuff. Yeah. Um I can't find anything that it uh so we'll just have to watch the episode then. Come back with some thoughts. Like what inspired this name? <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, it's uh Well, I will say that I now have no idea <laughs> yeah. what's gonna happen next episode. <laughs> There's nothing to go off there. Blood sucking monster uh Gubba Condor. Gubba Condor or Jabakendor? <laughs> Jabakendor. Uh it's uh so yeah, I don't know. It's like such a weird uh uh, yeah, even Google's like the only thing it comes up with is the Kamen Rider monster. <laughs> uh, so, so what's the next episode of the podcast then? The next episode of our podcast will be Kamen Rider Kuga episode ten. Let me just see here what it is. I can't remember off the top of my head. So ten is fierceness. Is that a form? It has to do with the form. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking because from the from the opening, there's one more. I yeah. remember seeing it, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, it is uh, the name of the form. It's Titan form. Ooh. Oh, I think we saw the we saw something like that pop up on the computer, right? Maybe I don't remember. Like if you ever search for Common Rider, to get all sorts of weird things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I meant on uh, Sakurako's computer. Oh yeah, I think it might have picked up Titan. That was one of the translation things. Yeah. Yeah. Can't remember. It just sounds familiar. Is why when you say Titan, I'm like, I, but I could that have. could be anything. Yeah. I mean, Attack on. Yeah. <laughs> or just the Greek Titans, or you know, anything from Magic the Gathering. Yeah, because it's like, is it like the Greek Titans, or just Titan as in like giants? Yeah. Because Titan and giant are sometimes synonymous. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're both like you know gigantic. Yeah. You know, monstrous, like big colossal but like the gods gods in greek culture were the titans right anyways so we are gonna watch that one next you know well guys we're gonna wrap it up here if you have any questions or comments about the show you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail or if you just want to give your own opinion on some of the stuff we were talking about you can hit us up on twitter at fanboy underscore opinion plus we have additional information on our website fanboyopinion.com and uh, you can listen to us for sure on Spotify and hopefully on the podcatcher of your choice. If we're not on it, please let us know. Uh, we'll try to get it there. Also, it'd really help out if you rate and review us. That being said, I hope you had a great time. I know I did. As always, I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we'll see you all next time.